and welcome to the End Time Shofar End Time Prophecy Watch podcast. Today's podcast will be dealing with um, gay hookup app, Vatican, and also we'll be dealing with Converse, Satanic Symbol, Logo Shoe. Um, first of all, let's go ahead and get started because this was reported up on this week that a high-profile um, clergyman within the Catholic Church had resigned in behind um, the app, the dating app, the gay dating app, um, Grinder, which it exposed more things that goes on with um, the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, we know in most recent history that they've spent billions of dollars out on these priests molesting children and just so much other other things that we'll get into um, in regards to the context of the Word of God, also in regards to Bible prophecy, which Paul alludes to in First Timothy when he talks about forbidding to be married, and he talks about a departure from biblical truth. So bottom line, we see a story within the Washington um, Post, which reports uh, case entitled Case of High-Ranking Cleric Allegedly Tracked um, Grinder App Poses um, a Test for the Catholics. Um, it reads, is Monsieur Jeffrey Burrell a victim of both surveillance or morality police or a hypocrite who had it coming. The case of the high-ranking Catholic cleric who resigned after allegedly being tracked on the gay dating app Grinder um, quickly became a rushback test Wednesday for Catholics already merged with tensions over politics, theology, and culture. So Burrell, he actually held the position as um, a top administrator for the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, which he ended up stepping down. Um, also, too, it indicated that he used um, Grinder and visited gay bars. So this is not some run-of-the-mill uh, person within um, the Catholic Church, so an average priest who uh, was busted doing this. This is a high-profile um, Catholic bishop which was caught using this um it was also um reported by um catholic news post um the pillars report so in catholic doctrine it forbids men um being with other men or having same-sex relationships but also too it's almost a double-edged sword because it forbids priests to marry, which we'll get into, which the Apostle Paul um, relates that as being doctrines of devils. But when also when we look at the actual app, this um, Grinder app was initially owned by a Chinese company. It was actually owned by Beijing um, Kulun, who actually owned this app at the time. Um, I believe they reported back in 2018, they were tracking um, activity with this app going on in the Vatican, which can cause security risks, uh, especially with the Chinese having 
um, the technology and actually owning this app at this particular time. But um, Beijing um, Kulun, they end up selling this app um, back to the U.S. and they sold it for um, $608 million. However, the app was initially originated and created in Los Angeles and Beijing Kulun in 2016 purchased it for $93 million. But after a while, um, the U.S., um, the government saw this as a national security threat uh, by having this information. So we see that Burrell is caught up in this web of using this, this app, being tracked, um, thinking that he's doing something um, in the dark, and eventually he's end up busting, caught red-handed by um, using this app. But it's just a byproduct of what we see that's taking place um, in the Word of God, which Paul warns us against. Um, Paul talks about that there will come a time where uh, false religious system, that, which goes all the way back to Babylon, would promote a celibate priesthood. Now, um, we know in Genesis um, chapter one, um, the word of God talks about that a man should leave his mother and father's house and cleave unto his own wife. So it promotes marriage. Even Jesus quotes um, the same uh, scripture. But when we look at first Timothy chapter three, verse two, it says a bishop then must be blameless and a husband of one wife. So when we go to the next chapter, First uh, Timothy chapter four, verse one through three, Paul is expressing this through the move of the Holy Spirit is using him to write this. He says, now the Spirit Speak it expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believed and know the truth. So Paul foresaw this happening, and we see the formulation of the Catholic Church after um, Christianity becomes, Constantine makes Christianity uh, the state religion and all, and centuries pass, and they changed their position around 1123 AD at the Lateran Council, that's when they took the position that single men um, who go into the priesthood should take a vow of celibacy. But not even just Paul's writings, even some of the early Christian writings um, talked about or talked against having a celibate priesthood. When we look at um, Clement of Alexandria um, and his writings of the Stromata, um, Stromata 3 and 6 he states, for celibacy is wrong. And then in three and seven, he states, both Peter 
Paul and Philip and others were married. So he states that that they were married. So the apostles were all married. Um, some even venture to say that Paul had to be married at one time. And um, some um, scholars and historians say that due to the fact when Paul um, came and had his road to Damascus experience where he experienced Yeshua and he um, began to embrace the gospel that um, it might have caused, it caused friction amongst his um, father because he departed uh, from the traditional um, Judaism, um, the rabbinic or the oral traditions of Judaism and um, his father might have disowned him and they said many of the stripes that he received or beatings um, came from family members and more or less he might have lost his wife at, at the time. But even in Tortillians against Marshawn 1 and 29, he says, nor do we prescribe celibacy as a rule, but only recommend it. So it's not written in stone in Asebus writings and um, the Estheticical or um, Ecclesical um, History 2 and 17, it says the Egyptian um, therapeuti had occultic practice and patterned themselves after the priests and priestess of the Greeks. Um, they drank no wine, eat no meat, and are celibate. So um, again, it's rooted in the ancient Babylonian mystery religions, which we see the formation of this, the system developed by Semiramis and Nimrus um, so much that it was more or less the religious system was developed through Semiramis because when we look over the book of Revelation, it talks about the harlot system. So it originates all the way back then where they had developed the celibate priesthood, which these celibate priests had to answer to Nimrod, which Nimrod was known as the Pontiff or the Pontiff Maximus, um, which is the title that the priest are as not the priest but the pope holds there in the vatican and uh the mitra or the hat that he wore um was the dagon uh, the, the god dagon the fish head which we see that these popes actually wear and underneath the people these priests that responded to the pontiff or nimrod were 12 cardinals who dressed in black robes and red or scarlet or scarlet and red robes. Um, these were cardinals. So we see the formulation of um, Roman Catholicism is based on the mystery religions. So here we have the celibate priests that are connected to um, Nimrod and Semiramis but also too, Semiramis developed a system of female devotees known as Vestal Virgins, were also known by the Chaldean word nuns. That's where you get nuns, which means nuns means daughters of Nimrod. You can find this in um, Hillsop's book, Two Babylons, page 
223. And primarily the service of these nuns were to serve their god, Nimrod, and also um, serve the priests who were unmarried to and the monks to allow them to get their sexual satisfaction um, and to fulfill their sexual desires, but also too hypocritically try to say, okay, you're celibate, you're trying to present this as holiness, which is, is it's not because um, it, it goes totally against God's word. But then we see the writings of Ralph Woodrow and his book, Babylon Mystery Religions. He talks about how within the Catholic church, um, they found within covens and monasteries, aborted babies, in both Spain and Rome, in, in the tunnels of these monasteries and these covens, um, these nunneries and all, they found all this going on because secretly these priests were having sexual relationships with these nuns that have the sexual um, pleasures. And we just see that it's just that it promotes perversion when you try to have a command to, uh, a command to um, to remain celibate. Now, marriage is not for everybody, and that that is very true. Some people don't get married. That does not make them a bad person. But the Bible does promote marriage, and it's and that's able when a man and a woman comes together. It's a beautiful union um, that you come together, and sex was created by God in its proper context, but Satan is the one that 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 really brings in perverse things and perverts it to another level, which makes it dirty. And as long as it, it falls outside of the context of what God sanctifies, that's where the lines begin um, to become blurred. But Woodrow, he also talks about how having these priests being forbidden to be married, it results in much homosexuality among priests and the public allows this immorality to continue to keep the priests from their wives and daughters, according to Woodrow. He says, to this day, the history attests that the priesthood has proven a drawing net to homosexuals. So we see how Burrell is, is posturing himself as a godly man, but yet and still using this app to make these hookups and go to gay bars um, is definitely a contradictory of itself. And as we examine, it definitely contradicts the word of God. Um, the next thing I want to go into is with Converse, selling their new satanic pentagram um, shoe. Um, this took place this week. So there's been a lot of things taking place this week. Um, and I'm just gonna read some of the article. Uh, July 27, 2021, American fashion designer Rick Owens launched a version of the classic Converse Chuck Taylor's all-star shoes um, called Converse X, um, Dark Shadow, Turbo Dark, 
Chuck 70s, which features a satanic um, pentagram symbols on the tongue of the shoe hovering above the Converse brand name. And the shoe's going for 170. And this was also posted on Converse Instagram page. And it's just a lot of interesting things that you're seeing satanic symbolism being pushed and promoted. And you see this guy, Rick Owens, is being used by the enemy to really promote this symbol. And we're definitely living in the last days because um, Book of Revelation, especially Revelation 9, um, verse 20 and 21, um, it talks about um, a, a cult explosion that would take place, revival that would take place, and people won't repent and they'll worship devils. Um, so here we have Rick Owens promoting this symbol, and he even this is found on Converse Instagram page, and this is Rick Owens quoting the following. He says. I've been using the pentagram for a long time because it's obviously it is an adolescent occult association, but I like the geometric diagrams like that because in a very primal way, they are a cultural grasp for control, a way to organize thoughts and systems and a pentagram in this day and age with all its association. I like the fact that it refers to an alternative system and that suggests openness and empathy. It suggests the pursuit of pleasure of this pursuit of sensation. But one of the main things that I think it suggests is empathy and consideration of the system of living that might not or might not be standard. So it leads to us a more accepting, tolerant other systems, which I think is a good thing. And he's talking about the logo um, and Converse on um, their Instagram page. You have over 10 million followers that are following following this. So you have here you have a conditioning process of conditioning the minds and hearts of people of becoming more satanic. Um, the Bible, again, it talks about um, two things will occur within the last days. Number one, you will have a great falling away. Um, apostasy will reign much more prevalent in the Christian church, especially in its last and evil days. You hear some people, oh, it was last day revival. Um, the Bible never talks about that, but you see a resurgence of the occult and an occult explosion that's taking place. So um, years ago, um, promoting this symbol to the general public, that wouldn't only been um, found in certain um, subgroups, people that were in um, heavy metal music or rock music and other things and all. Now, what we even seen um, even a few months ago with um, the rapper Little Nas who came out with, with this uh, music video, um, him sexing up Satan and he came out um, within that same time frame with his own satanic Nike shoe, which Nike was like, 
We didn't partner with him, but here we see Converse is actually partnering with uh, occultists to promote a shoe line. Um, we've seen like um, different clothing lines um, such as um, Puma. They promote a, a Illuminati type symbolism within their um, Puma um, shadow conspiracy where you have the all CNI um, UNIF um, clothing line you see where they promote such things as having the pentagram and uh, we've seen the Obey clothing line where um, they've had pentagrams and all CNIs and just a bunch of other things and all. But uh, high profile Satanists, they use this as a way of propaganda, a way of manipulating the minds and hearts of young people. And I want to run a soundbite off from Nicholas Shrek. Nicholas Shrek. Um, was once married to Anton LaVey's daughter. Um, it's a high-level Satanist. And then also to uh, another high-level Satanist, Rex Church, what they have to say of how they're using music and symbolism and other things and all as a method of Satanic spiritual warfare that's taking place. So let's take a listen. As Adolf Hitler said, we seek to bring about a youth that has closed its heart to pity. All of the humanist values that Judeo-Christianity has encouraged, we want to wipe them out. It's led to democracy, social humanism, the idea of equality. All of this filth has to be wiped out if the human race is going to continue to take the next step in evolution. What do you believe that that would be like in uh if you were in, in control as far well, we, as your attitudes towards your own people. Well, we are in control because basically we are not a political organization. We are an occult organization. We are working behind the scenes to manipulate the way that people think. The war that we are waging is a guerrilla war on the human mind. And we use musical frequencies, the dominant frequency, which I referred to before, and symbolism and imagery to awaken dormant aspects of the human mind. Is it? Rex Church admits that Satanists are using music as a weapon of propaganda to influence youth around the world against Christ in order to establish the Antichrist kingdom on earth. Sadly, hundreds of millions of people of all ages, but especially young people, have fallen prey to Satan's seduction through music. Satan represents the powers of force in nature, and we feel that a cleansing of the idiot ideology of the pallid, incompetent Christ is uh, in order. And so uh, this is something that the Church of Satan is conducting on many different avenues. We're doing this through the use of... Uh, uh, what we have called aesthetic terrorism. Uh, this involves the creative use of art, uh, music, writing, uh, effectively what we call propaganda, the dissemination of information to uh, influence uh, what we call iron. Now we're going to go ahead and observe Rick Ross' music video, Pirates. So we see how both Rex Church and um, Nicholas Streck, they talked about the main purposes of using symbolism and art and within music and other things and all. Um, it is an actual warfare that's taking place. And 
we have to be aware of the wiles of the devil because we're definitely living in the last days. And um, especially I'm talking to Christian parents, you have to really be vigilant about your own household um, with kids having access to iPads and iPhones and other things and all, um, not just their um, regular home computer or um, desktop or, or a laptop, but um, just by having phone, you, you have instant access to these things. And Satan is using fashion um, along with other things, along with the music and other things to incorporate um, satanic symbolism and other stuff to get down into the minds and hearts of these young people. And Rick Owens is using a pentagram and strategically saying, using a satanic symbol, um, the pentagram, um, the pentagram, the history behind it, it was initially stood for astrology. Um, however, uh, Elphaz uh, uh, Levi had made it more popular on uh, him being a Satanist. Also, too, he's the one that came up um, with the Baphomet. Um, he stated the following in regards to the pentagram. He said it's a reverse pentagram with two points projecting towards upwards. It's a symbol of evil and attracts sinister forces because it overturns the proper order of things and demonstrates the triumph of the matter over spirit. It is the goat of lust attacking the heavens with its horns. It is a sign of extrated um, initiates. Um, he also, again, he came up with the Baphomet symbol, which um, he came up with the drawing of what he called the Baphomet of Mendes which is also a satanic goat symbol, which also too is a, is a sign of initiation into magic. And also too, it's a symbol of androgyny and bisexuality within um, the occult circles. So here we have Nike promoting this shoe, um, a popular um, shoemaker, and is making it hip to our fashionable to wear something satanic. And can you imagine uh, millions and millions of people buying this shoe, having a satanic um, symbol, the pentagram. Unbeknownst to them is you're just thinking this is fun and games, but it's inviting um, demons into your life by having um, these symbols um, within the occult world, a lot of the things that they speak through is through um, different signs and symbols and other, other things and all that the average person um, in the population would not be um, privileged to this information because they're doing it out of ignorance. But demons don't care if you do, if you do know or you don't know. Um, it gives them an open invitation to invade um, your life. So we're definitely these two instances seeing um, this, this um, the grander app being used um, by Catholic priests um, to make gay hookups and then also to Converse promoting a satanic shoe 
Um, it's a lot to pray for. We're definitely living in the last days. Um, Satan is just becoming more and more um, bolder. And we have to be able, we have to be vigilant. We have to be sober. Um, we have to be praying. We have to be in our word. Um, we have to be able to discern um, the times that we're living in, that we're living in a much more evil uh, evil culture that's getting more and more darker each and every day. And with social media and other things and all, um, it has a far reaching influence over our young people. So this is the end time um, shofar, end time Bible prophecy bo podcast. God bless.